I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. A specter is haunting the United States. The specter of Bernie's revolution. We are joined tonight not just by the senator, but by someone who fled another socialist revolution, one that Bernie Sanders speaks very highly of. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. Welcome back to Verdict with Ted Cruz. We are joined as ever by the senator and also by the senator's Tia Sonia. Is my Spanish is not very good, but I think that was about right. Uh, Aunt Sonia. That is correct. Thank you. 
This is, in a few days, going to be the 58th anniversary of your fleeing the communist regime in Cuba. That is correct, sir. And yet we've got the leader of the Democratic Party nomination process is praising the Fidel Castro regime. I, th I think we have the clip. Very opposed to the authoritarian nature of Cuba. But, you know, you got, it's unfair to simply say everything is bad. You know, when Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad thing? Listen, Bernie has spent his entire life, his entire career, praising communist dictators. But this week, his, his latest ode to Fidel Castro, frankly, just pissed me off. <laughs> it, 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 and this is, this is not a joke. This guy yeah. is the front runner for the Democratic nomination to be president. And, and, and he sings the praises of Castro and Cuban communism. My dad fled Cuba in 57. My Tia Sonia was still there. She was a kid. And so she saw the Cuban revolution firsthand and she ended up fighting against Castro. So Tia, if you would, I, I just want you, first of all, tell me what it was like to be in Cuba when, when the revolution happened, when Castro took over. Actually, it was, it was, uh, it was, a lot of people were happy because finally somebody was coming in that was praising, we're going to give you a chance to change your hope. We're going to change things around. Everybody was going to have whatever they want to. The poor will never be poor. The rich continue to have money. And, and everybody will be the same. In reality, yes, everybody went the same, but everybody was poor. Everybody went down. Uh, everybody got paid the same amount of money. There was no difference between the poor and the rich. Everybody it, lost It's not that everyone was rich. Had. Everyone was poor and suffering and miserable. And everybody was miserable. Everybody was miserable. What Bernie is saying is bunch of garbage. So, so, so you're there. You're, you're a teenager. How old were you? Uh, probably 16, 15. Okay, so you're seeing this. You're a teenage girl. Right. You see what's happening. You, you see... Castro began executing people. Yeah, persecuting people. Nobody could talk. Nobody could say anything. They actually, he trained the people to even be against the family. The sons against the father, the daughters against the family. So, so how, how did he do that? Uh, by indoctrinating these people, by telling, mm -hmm. we're going to give you this and that and the other, and it's all going to be free, but you got to tell us what's going on in your house, who talk against the government. So everything was persecuting one another, especially the older people, that actually we live a good life before in Cuba. It was beautiful. What do people face in terms of their friends and neighbors and families spying on them the, for the government? You, you have people in, in each block, there is somebody that is responsible to keep an eye on you in your house. So, so there's, there's a there's a, a tattletale, an there's a spy a on every spy block. In every block, and they tell you, you keep an eye on every neighbor of this block. So and if, what sort of things are they watching for? They're watching for everything. If you bring anything, you I maybe I'm going from United States to Cuba and, and they there's somebody coming in. So we need to watch that house in case they go out and sell in the black market or they do something with what you brought in. So there's somebody's always keeping an eye on you and try to report you. A good a good thing that happened to something that happened to me that is very interesting. One of the trips that I went back to Cuba, I wanted to take the kids, some of the kids from there, to go fishing. I love fishing. So I went in and tried to rent a boat, and they told me, we can't. We don't rent boats to Cuban people. 
And I said, you may leave. And I said, look, I have a passport. I have a flight leave on Friday. I already left. So I'm coming in to take my family on a boat ride. We can't give it to you. We can't rent you a boat. You're you're Cuban. So because it, they're so afraid. By the way, they Michael, the if you go there, you can rent a boat. You can as rent an American. a boat. Right. She can't rent a boat because, because she's Cuban. Even though she's an American citizen now. Yes, you're Cuban. So you can't do it. There was a boat in the river that my niece wanted to go in. And uh when we get in, get in to ride the boat with the rest of the people, they say, you all cannot get in. You all are Cuban. And I said, but we're paying with the same money that they're paying. Well, I'm sorry. You can't come in. You're not from another country. You're Cuban. And Cuban people are not allowed. They're not allowed to leave. No. Because they know allowed. if they were allowed to leave, they'd all leave. Sonia, how quickly after, as you say, you know, you, people liked Castro initially. He, they, he was promising them the world. How quickly did it turn? I mean, how quickly it, did it turn? It, it turned and, and right you, away. It turned it did. right away. He immediately starts saying the the policies that he wants to do. He was going to take things away from the rich. He was going to take things away from the people to give to others. He was to actually uh, take money from you and give it to the poor. So on the other side, I make my money. I work for what I have. My father worked hard to be where he was. My mother was the greatest school teacher. She was really, was proud of what she was doing. My mother itself was told that she have to teach at the school a different kind of curriculum. She was told she needed to teach about the revolution, huh. Castro, the regime, the things that needed to happen. My mother had to actually pretend that she was losing her mind and she was dismissed immediately. So, so you know. and, and let me underscore this story. And listen, I grew up hearing this story as a kid. I mean, I would sit with my cousin Bibi, who's, my, that who's is Sonia's daughter. The two of us would sit literally on the floor in the living room and listen to my dad and my tia Sonia tell us stories about the revolution and my abuelo and abuela. Their parents were, were, were there also. So my grandmother, my abuela, she's a sixth grade teacher. Castro takes over. And she's ordered, you must teach communism to the kids. You must indoctrinate. You must brainwash the kids. And my grandmother said she wasn't going to do it. And so so it, it's funny. My Thea Sonia mentioned something just very mild. But my grandmother pretended she was insane. In the classroom, she began literally foaming at the mouth and pretending she was insane. Why? Because she couldn't quit. In yeah, the communist dictatorship, yeah, she, she wasn't allowed to right. quit. And she made the decision she would rather have the stigma, have the shame of people thinking she was a crazy person, right. then be a part of indoctrinating these kids. That is true. And it was very painful because my mother was a great teacher. It was loved by many people. But you have to play crazy in order to get out of that situation. But what I want to know is how in Cuba, the the public opinion changes very quickly. People see what a monster Castro is and they start to hate his guts. How is it that in the United States... Now, so many years on, 58 years on right. now since you left, you have a presidential candidate. You got a U.S. senator who's still singing the praises of this guy. How, what did he miss? He, he have not been with the Cuban people. He only, if you go there as a, as a Cuban, you go and see somebody, a relative. You're going to see the misery that they live in. They don't know what to put on the table to serve their kids. They don't know how to get, they're going to get the food that they're going to eat tomorrow. If you are going as somebody from another country or as a tourist, you're taken to 
you actually become prisoner of the government. They take you where they want you to go. Mm. They showed you the model school. They showed you the best hospitals. They showed you the best uh, restaurants. In 1989, Sanders stated after visiting Cuba, quote, I did not see a hungry child. I did not see any homeless people. Bernie said the Cuban people, quote, had an almost religious affection for Castro. That, that is not true. He is lying. He's lying to the people of this country. He is playing on the mind of the younger generation here. He, he was either himself complicit in the lie or, or he was naive enough or ideological enough to let the Castro regime lie to him and say, look at this, this paradise. They didn't take into what the Cuban people were. Cuban people are starving to death. Cuban people don't have any money to buy anything. So, so, so let me take you back the, uh, back to 59, back to 60. The revolution succeeded. You begin fighting ag against Castro. What happened to you as a result? What, what, what happened when you started well, fighting Well, I was constantly persecuted. Uh, people uh, was looking for me everywhere. They wanted to take me to prison. They picked me up several times. So you, you were pretty clearly fighting against yeah, the regime. Totally against Castro, yeah. yes, yes. So and this is after Castro has taken over, so yeah. he's yes, the dictator. Yes. So, so, so what, like when they picked you up, what what happened? What, is, what does that mean? Well, that they, they, they put you in, in, in a room and there was people sitting on the floor and everybody's, you know, that's where you were with a whole bunch of people in the floor and they keep you there for two or three days. My parents did not know where I was. My mother did not know, so she was going crazy trying to find me. My friends, uh, friends that I have, could not even come and find out with my parents where was I or what was wrong with me. They were afraid because everybody was persecuted. Hmm. So it, it was very difficult to live uh, on the Castro regime. When you left Cuba, it was 62 you left? Right. You've been back a bunch of times. Right, yes. What if, so when you come back, you usually bring a duffel bag with I medicine. Bring medicine. I clothes. bring food, clothes, sheets. Uh, just for relatives, just for re friends. Friends, people that need. So, so they can't get anything. There. Nothing, nothing. She leaves a suitcase. She leaves every bit Everything. of clothes she bought. She leaves her underwear and bra. Everything. Because nobody has underwear there because it, there's so much poverty. You'll wear like sweatpants, a t shirt, yeah, yeah, and flip flops. That's, it. that's, that's what it. she wears. And that's how I on the plane back coming back. Right. That is correct. A lot of people don't understand what is the difference between socialism and communism. That is correct. Socialism is simply the economic system of communism. Socialism hmm. is government ownership of the means of production or distribution. Cuba in the 1950s was the world's number one producer of sugar. Yeah. It, it had problems. Look, Batista was a corrupt dictator. Right. He was a bastard. My father, to this day, doesn't have his front teeth because Batista's police kicked them in. His wow. guards, kicked, his army officers kicked them in. But what, what about the universal health care? I mean, we're told by a lot of people in the United States, a lot of left-wingers, they say Cuba has some of the best health care in the world and everybody's covered. I can personally tell you that I went to the doctor there because I have mosquito bites that it got into infection and they put a shot on me in front of 60 other people that were there waiting for for to be seen by a doctor there's no transportation there's no gas so you can't move doctors come to your house in a bicycle and they're hungry they're hungry when they get there they come to the house to see matter of fact i was in a house visiting and they were 
trying to see the little girl. He came on a bicycle and I bought some things that the, there was somebody in the street selling. And he said, can I have one? Probably the most uh, visible sign that Cuba hasn't changed or hasn't progressed is they have those old cars, right? Yes. And, and, you know, people like to think that that's sort of quaint and cute, that they have cars from the 1950s. The reason they have cars from the 1950s is they can't get anything else. You know, the scary thing about all of this is you've got the experience of it, 58 years of experience since you left Cuba. There are various studies that have come out that show that even the majority of young Americans, millennials and Gen Z, now embrace socialism and prefer it to capitalism. Now, the bright side, I will say, the silver lining is that a much smaller percentage can actually define socialism. That's so right. there would seem to be a problem there. But but beyond just ignorance, beyond just not knowing what it is, is what is drawing young Americans to this evil, evil ideology? Is the work that they is giving out the change. The, they want to see something different. They want to try something new. It doesn't work, guys. It does not work. You know, all of this ambition and giving it, giving it to me, there's nothing given to you. You need to work and try to achieve your dream by hard work and by, by doing what you want to get ahead. I mean, I, I've noticed this with, with your uh, colleague, Senator Sanders. You know, I mean, he's been talking about this for 50 years and no one listened. But now only, you know, now that he's in his mid-70s, it's, it's uh, catching on. And I, I even think of this absent Bernie Sanders. Forget about him for a second. It took a long time. People knew that communism, socialism were terrible for so long. And now they don't know that. Well, and and... Too often they're not taught in schools what happened. You know, how many Bernie supporters know that the Soviet Union killed 70, uh, 20 million people and China killed 77 million right. people? They don't know that. No. And and so when Bernie defends it, 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 it seems, look, and I, and I have to admit, I remember in, in college, a guy who lived down the hall from me had a poster on the wall of Che Guevara. And, and I went in, I said, hey, that, that's really cool. That's all, you know, Che Guevara was a guerrilla, fought with Fidel Castro in Cuba. Yeah. And I said, hey, that's really cool. That's awesome. Have you thought of maybe putting a, a poster of Hitler next to you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe Stalin and Mao? Like, if you're going to celebrate people that right. torture and murder, actually, Che was, was, he was amateur. He was he weak. Right. He was I, low on the totem pole. But, you know, he was good looking. He had right. stubble. And he was, you know, it, it. these villains have been glamorized. Yeah. And, and it's it's dangerous. You know, we've talked a, a lot about the political and the economic side of things, how the government takes all your stuff and then they take power away from you. You are both religious. I notice, uh, Sonia, you have a cross that you're wearing, obviously, Senator Cruz. One of the big aspects of communism, as it's always been practiced, is the atheism of it all. And I wonder if there's a relation here that as religiosity in America has declined, as young people are raised more or less without a religion, if maybe that's playing some role in why communism is catching on. You know, one of the great men of the 20th century to defeat communism was the Pope, was Pope John Paul II. Well, and, and, and Pope John Paul II played a profound role of going, going to Poland and, 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 and promising that Poland would be free and speaking up. And, and, and it was truly, I think, divine providence. providence they cheered. That you had they the said, we want God. And, and, and Reagan yeah. and Margaret Thatcher yeah. all at the same time. And I think those three people, more than any human beings on earth, defeated the Soviet Union yeah. and won the Cold War. Mind you, 
Bernie was rooting for the Soviet Union during all of right. this. <laughs> yeah. um, and He's not even hiding it that much. Bernie honeymooned in the Soviet Union. No. Michael, where'd you honeymoon? <laughs> I honeymooned in Hawaii, USA. Okay, that's where, like, normal people, you go to the beach, you go to, Heidi and I went to St. Thomas, it was beautiful. Yeah. We were walking along the beach, we had fun. What kind of crazy ideologue yeah. says, sweetheart, I love you so much, let's do a honeymoon in the Soviet Union. You know that clip oh you played? God. He says he's no friend of, of Putin. There's only one person I know on the national stage that honeymooned in the Soviet Union. You know, the Soviet Union killed over 20 million people. This is not cute little faculty leftists. If Bernie was a professor at some liberal arts college out in the frozen tundra, who cares? He's just corrupting a few young minds. This is someone who wants to be president of the United States, and he kisses up to and apologizes for totalitarian dictators— and you know who he doesn't praise? Americans. Right. <laughs> like, when have you ever heard him speak as positively about Abraham Lincoln right. as he does about Castro and Ortega and Mao and Stalin? Listen, communism also hates God. Yeah. If you look at these communist regimes, they persecute faith. They persecute, they prevent people from... The beauty of... of, of the First Amendment, is it gives everyone the right to choose how to worship, what your faith will be. You know, Bernie, when he praised China in the debate this week, somehow when Bernie talked about its great poverty eradication, you don't have to go back to Mao to find the the torture and murder. Right now today, there are one million Uyghurs, a, a, a religious and ethnic minority, one million in concentration camps in China today. How, why is burning and why are leftists so willing to praise and be proud of regimes that are torturing and murdering people? Do you think this is part of why they they make their appeal successfully though? Because the, the thing I notice so much about the socialists in America today is they're all making these very moral arguments. It's about human rights. It's about giving people their right to healthcare and their right to have a lot of money. Here's a story my grandmother told me. In the schools, you would have Cuban soldiers come in, and this is kindergarten, first grade. And they'd tell the children, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to Jesus for a piece of candy. And the kids would all do it, and they'd open their eyes, and there'd be no candy. And then the soldiers would say, close your eyes and pray to Fidel Castro for a piece of candy. You're kidding me. And the kids would close their eyes, and the soldiers would put candy on their desks. And they'd open their eyes and there was candy. This is the literacy program Bernie Sanders is praising. This is, this is the indoctrination that my abuela refused to participate in. And that is true. They, they, they are actually indoctrinating the people uh, since they were tiny little kids. Did it work? I mean, did the... Of course it doesn't work. It doesn't work because people see reality. It doesn't work. People, why don't they work? They don't work. Nobody want to work in Cuba. Why do they want to work? They're going to make the same money that you're making, that he's making. Why do I want to do that? But do they believe the theory? I mean, does the indoctrination end up persuading people? Actually, they thought that it was going to be reality. They really blind them to believe what they were saying. But they immediately took the blind off and saying everybody's in the same boat.
We're all hungry. They know they're hungry. They know they're poor. They know they're miserable. They know that hasn't happened. That's right. I mean, there's a reason people every day risk their lives to flee Cuba. That's correct. Uh, You know, know, Reagan, the height of the Cold War, he, he had a great way of putting it. He said, the thing liberals never seem to notice is on the Berlin Wall, the machine guns all point in one direction. Right. That you didn't get anyone from East Germany saying, or from West Germany saying, I got to go live in that communist paradise. Right. Um, The way I like to put it as a Cuban American is is the thing liberals never notice is in Cuba, the rafts are all going one way, just once. That's right. I'd like to see Bernie Sanders go hop on a raft in Key West. Yeah. And yes. hit 90 miles south. That's right. And by the way, he not wants a lot of socialized medicine. Way. They have then it there. It's just there. you can't get, you can't actually see a doctor. You can't get medicine. You, you, you can't get toilet paper. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, tying in all of these points on the economic, on the political, and on the religious, communism has been called the God that failed, right? It was a sort of substitute religion, a substitute God, and it failed. And you saw it fail personally. What was the what was the biggest shock? I mean, what was the biggest despair, the biggest regret when when you saw something that you had believed in fail? Well, the the the, the biggest it, it was seeing the people suffering for not being able to even get food hmm. to put on the plate. It's so basic. It, the basic things that no not being able to work because why do you want to work when you don't have anything to buy with? You know, that money disappeared from you immediately. And you all know the numbers, but, you know, an average person make $30 a, a month. $30 per $30 per month. Wow. So what are you going to do with that? Right. So people are being uh, drinking water. You, you, you see the kids. They drink water with sugar. To get their stomach full. It's it's that that basic need. It's so interesting that you say that because it's communism starts out as this idealistic uh, fantasy, very highfalutin, very high minded literacy programs, all that, and then the reality of the failure is people totally can't different. even fill their stomachs. That is true. Uh, although you know there is one exception, which is the Communist Party rulers. Look, Fidel Castro lived like a billionaire. Oh, he filled yeah. his and by the way, Putin lives like a billionaire. Maduro and Hugo Chavez before him, they lived like billionaires. Right. Communism, when you have all the power at the top, and 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 what does Bernie suggest it would be any different if the government is in charge of everything? Yeah. Every place that has happened, the rulers live like kings and right. everyone else is, is miserable. Right. Well, we, we did actually get one mailbag question that I think is very much on this topic, which is with the Democratic Party veering so far to the left and embracing these absolutely disgusting positions, hopefully will turn off most of the American people. Should conservatives be happy? Should conservatives be happy that the God that failed is about to fail the Democratic Party? Not necessarily. No. You're not you're not as Look, complacent. I understand people saying, OK, great. Bernie's so extreme. That means Trump will get reelected. I hope Trump gets reelected. I'm working hard to reelect the president. But listen, what is truly terrifying is I think the American people could elect a wild-eyed socialist. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the media, we're a divided country. If 100,000 votes had flipped in 2016, Hillary Clinton would be the president right now. And Bernie, the media treats him kind of like your crazy uncle. Oh, he's just the crazy uncle. Isn't that cute? He's praising 
murdering, torturing communist dictators. Well, this guy believes this stuff. Right. In his heart and soul, he believes it. His whole life has been dedicated right. to it. And 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 I got to admit, I am. It's all fine and good to celebrate, unless he ends up winning. Unless it happens, and, and, and oh, God help the direction this country goes right. if that happens. Well, because you already fled one communist hellhole, and uh, this was the great hope. Is America's the great There's hope? There's no place to go. Where do you go There's after this? No place to go. Well, I hope uh, you won't go anywhere. You, the listener, we've already used up more than our time and we've taken up too much of your time, Tia Sonia, but thank you so much for being here. And we've got a lot more uh, coming up on the show anyway, so be sure not to flee anywhere. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Ben Ferguson here, and if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.
So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. 